Market View on Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. Bharati Jagdish and Timothy Go with you. Time now for Market View. And the U.S. CPI report released yesterday showed that consumer prices in April jumped 8.3%. This, of course, higher than expected and still running close to the 40-year high of 8.5%. Now, analysts are mixed on whether the data suggests that inflation has hit a peak. That was certainly something they were hoping for question is, is the Fed moving fast and decisively enough to curb inflation? And what about other central banks? And in light of the recent U.S. equity market sell-off, what will it take to curb volatility in the markets? We're joined now by Gary Dugan, Chief Executive Officer of the Global CIO Office. Hi, Gary. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Good to talk. It seems like every five minutes we have to say the word inflation because it is very much in the air, not just in the U.S., obviously, but globally, including here in Singapore. First of all, your thoughts on whether, based on the numbers that we saw released yesterday, inflation has reached its peak. I'm not so sure it's reached its peak. I think if you look at the components of the inflation, the core number was a lot worse than expected and higher which means that the core things that we do in life um, are getting more and more expensive. I think the other concern I have is that I think we've got into a vicious uh, cycle of continuing inflation. So if you go back um, when I was growing up, Mm. you know, every year the price of things would go up by X percent. They were just on a cycle of increases. And I think that's the kind of world that we're going to be living in the future, not just a one-off increase in inflation, but a fairly consistent one. And that's the thing. We've learned to accept it, haven't we? We have. I, I, you know, I also think it's because of the, I suppose, the relief that we have of coming out of the kind of COVID lockdowns around the world. People want to do things. They almost pay any price to do the things that they've not been able to do for the last couple of years. So people will pay the airline price or the hotel price, even if that price has gone up considerably over the last few months. So while all of this is unfolding before us and people understand why prices are going up, there is also a call to stamp out inflation. And of course, the Federal Reserve is trying to do that. Tell us more about your views on the Fed's efforts so far. Yeah, I mean, if you talk about theory, uh, theory would say that interest rates have to be above the inflation rate or at least close to it. And of course, today, we're a long way away from it. Interest rates around the world are something between one and two. And you've got inflation rates of seven to 10 percent. So you only leave interest rates at those kind of levels. You can think the inflation number is going to come back towards you. And to us, it clearly isn't going to happen. So, you know, where's the crossing point? Very difficult to say at the moment. People think that maybe the Federal Reserve increases interest rates are somewhere approaching three. But that will be in the hope that inflation was coming down towards three by then. And that's where the big question mark is. My, my worry is that it, actually the Fed doesn't finish at three and needs to go higher. Mm, you did say in a recent market commentary that you feel central bankers don't know what they're doing. Expand on that. <laughs> Collectively, they don't know what they're doing because there's so many diverse views. If you take the UK, what's called the Monetary Policy Committee, there's some people on that committee who want to increase interest rates substantially. Some of them don't want to increase interest rates at all. Mm. And yet you've got a, a forecast in the Bank of England, on this case, of, of 10% inflation, even at the end of the year. So you have to say, if you, listen, please read the economic textbook. If you've got <laughs> an inflation rate of 10%, you have to have much higher interest rates. And that's not just for the UK. 
but in many other countries as well. But we must acknowledge, right, Gary, that central banks are walking a tightrope, increasing rates to quell inflation without pushing the economy into a recession. In your view, what is the right balance here? Well, I think people, if, it, if you've got a lot of years in the world, you would have seen inflation in the past, and you would have also realized that during that inflation period, you had to suffer a recession. Yeah. If something's in short supply, you've got to bring demand down. You don't just let demand grow more slowly. So we need to crush demand in certain areas. That means much more aggressive policy making, And that is really the only time that you're going to get on top of the inflation problem. In the case of the U.S. Fed, you think they should be going more aggressive as well? Maybe front-loading all of that too? Uh, if you go back and to look at the comments that have been made at the back end of last year from people who were around 20 or 30 years ago, they say, please don't make the mistake that we made in moving too slowly. Mm. Better to front load, and therefore the peak in interest rates could be a lot lower than the needed interest rate if you were to move too slowly. You know, you did mention earlier, Gary, that if you look back in history... Every time we've seen such circumstances, we would also see a recession. So just to be sure, you think a recession is inevitable, yeah? Unfortunately, yes, I do. I think because we have such short supply created by, of course, a war going on in the Ukraine and, um, and, and other issues. The greening of the world is bringing in tremendous demand for lots of commodities. And we've got food supply shortages, which is the direction the world is traveling in any case. So we're going to have to bring demand down. People are just going to have to get used to consuming, not consuming as much as they did in the past and not consuming some of the products that in the past were probably priced too cheaply, considering the world was short of them. Mm, exactly. And speaking of consumption, rising rates, of course, are negatively impacting certain sectors, particularly tech names, for instance, the combination of high rates, a potential recession as well as inflation surges is hitting other areas of the market. We're talking about consumer stocks in general. At this stage, what would you say can be done? What would you say needs to happen for at least market volatility to be reduced? Some level of acceptance, for sure, of the situation, but what else? Yeah, I think it's crucial to know what the peak in interest rates is. Um, at the moment, you know, the NASDAQ has come down a long way, and the reason that's happened, it's had a derating because the interest rates are going up, but no one knows to where. So if we've got greater clarity that, you know, I think we'd have to think the central banks have won the war with inflation, that, that interest rates, the peak in interest rates is close to where, you know, it may be in the next three to six months, and therefore things can get better. That's when the market will have a lot of confidence to go higher. But I, I don't see that certainly for the next three to six months. Mm, so that's something that we will have to watch for sure. Something else that investors are watching, China. China and its zero COVID policy. Now, state media reports recently said that China will reveal more policies to rescue the economy. They mentioned things such as actions to promote investment, shore up exports, ease real estate curbs as well, and to support tech platforms. And just today, you would have noticed a senior official of the Communist Party said it's looking at new incremental policies to prop up growth, and it will take steps as necessary. The central bank is also expected to step up financial support for the real economy. What do you make of these promises to rescue the economy? Well, it's, it's all good news. I mean, if you look in most parts of the world at the moment, policymakers are working hard to dampen growth and potentially push their economies into recession. In China, you've got to talk about 
you know, we call it expansion of fiscal policy, which means government support. And secondly, uh, cuts of potential easing of monetary policy, whereas everywhere else in the world, it's a tightening of monetary policy. It's just what is going to be the scale. So we actually just I've just come out of a meeting where we're more prepared to buy Chinese assets now because we believe policymakers will be more supportive. It may take some time, but probably worth taking that option at this point. Of course, many are pointing out that for as long as China chooses to stick to its zero COVID policy, it isn't a safe place to go. How do you feel about this, though? I mean, granted, that policy may not be sustainable, but are the steps that it is willing to take to mitigate the situation meaningful enough? I know they're not meaningful enough at the moment, but an incremental help is going to get the markets rebounding. I mean, at the end of the day, the market knows there's a zero COVID policy, so that's priced in. We've had a, a dreadful performance from Chinese asset markets in recent times. And so from this point on, the incremental news we think will be positive. And any incremental news here, you know, there's very few places in the world that you want to buy at the moment, many asset classes that you still don't want to, you struggle with. But this at least looks cheap and, and may get some better news. All right. Thank you very much for that, Gary. Gary Dugan, Chief Executive Officer of the Global CIO Office. Thanks for joining us on Primetime. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.